This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the show. I'm Nikki Eisenhower, life coach and psychotherapist, and this is Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. On today's show, it's our first interview. We're here today with Deja Osborne. Thank you for being on the show with me. Thank you for having me. I'm really, really excited. I have all your cards spread out in front of me. I have the My Quality Time deck. And I just want to start by telling listeners how we connected. Um, yeah. I, I, well, a couple months before launching the podcast, I was getting into this world of, of just kind of what you can do because the, the options, the limit, it's limitless. And I was looking at Kickstarter and I hadn't ever backed a Kickstarter before and I found yours and yeah. I, I backed it and then the Kickstarter didn't launch. It didn't, you didn't hit the goal. And then it was a few months later, maybe six months later that it, it, I got an email saying that you redid it again. You revamped and that one kind of shot the moon and it just really, it inspired me that you came back and. Oh, it's making me teary. So tell me a little bit about how you first kind of got into wanting to do this work and how you wound up on Kickstarter. Oh, wow. I didn't know that you were like a first time backer. That's so exciting. It's probably, well, it's what, it, it's what inspired me so much was that wow. it, it, it failed. And, I, and I'm such a big believer that there's so much growth work available in our failures. And if we can just stop kind of being so terrified of failing and we sort of invite the possibility of it, we can hit some goals and some some amazing things in this life. Absolutely. And it's actually very scary to put yourself out there knowing that you could fail. You know, it's like, what do you do after that? And that's one of my biggest fears is people looking at me and go, ha ha, you tried, but you failed. Like that's, that's what I hear in my mind, but that's not actually the reaction I get, (laughs) (laughs) right? It's actually the opposite. People are very supportive. But so how I started was very, very random, I would say. Um, So about four and a half years ago, I became a mom. I quit my job and I always wanted to have my own business. I just never knew what it would be. Mm-hmm. And so I knew when I got pregnant that this was going to be this huge shift for me, huge, because I knew I was not willing to um, go back to work and send my son off to some daycare. Like that was not going to be me. Mm. 
for about a year or so, I, I was just doing like random freelance work, but there wasn't a lot of it. And um, I obviously struggled financially. And I remembered that in the past, I was able to manifest stuff um, after learning about the law of attraction. Mm. And I decided, you know, I'm going to use it to manifest like a, a new career or a new business and have money flow so that I can support myself again. And um, so that's where I started getting into a, that right mindset again. And then little by little, random things started to appear. Like I had an old coworker who emailed me a video that she was now on YouTube and she was doing Oracle card readings. Mm-hmm. And to me, this was a new thing. Mm-hmm. And they resonated with me immediately. And the fact that I knew that other people had to re- resonate with this, right? Because thousands of people are watching. It made me fall in love with this tool, um, the Oracle card. And I found them so soothing to what I was going through. Mm -hmm. They helped me so much. And that naturally, I started buying my own tool. And I started pulling them for myself whenever I was going through a difficult time. And they always gave me some form of comfort, affirmation. You're going through a difficult time, but there's a greater lesson. And this is what you can do. You're going to come out on top. And I trusted them. And I desperately wanted to create my own, but not just like another random oracle. It had to be something I couldn't find in the market. And that's when I discovered self-care because I was going through a hard time as a mom. I was a full-time single mom at the time. And I found it extremely stressful, draining, and depressing to all of a sudden stop taking care of yourself and to now focus 24 seven on, on a child who I love desperately, but I became very resentful, um, sad, depressed because I couldn't even take a shower without hearing him cry because he needed me all the time yes. and oh. it drained me. And I was like, is this what my life is now? But then once in a while I'd remember, no, he's going to grow up. Like, this is not your life. This is mm-hmm. only temporary. But I knew I had to take control at some point, and I was in this victim mode for a while. Like, oh, you know, nobody helps me. I'm on my own. All my friends have parents that babysit, or they have husbands, and I don't have that. And I really felt so sorry for myself. And I was Mm -hmm. like, how did I get stuck with this? I love my son, but I felt like I was on my own, and it was too much for me. And then one day, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to be a victim. I'm going to find a way to focus on myself and still be there for my son. And I found, some, you know, once I determined to do that, once I set that intention, ideas just came to mind. And I learned to combine the two. It was, you know, like when he was a baby, I would take a bath with him. Yes. And he would play. And I was like, wow, I haven't had a bath in forever because he, like, cries every time I go to the bathroom. And then I learned to love baths. And he was growing. And he loved bath time with me. And I was like, wow, I figured something out. And it's little things like that, that I was like, okay, I need to do something that I can help other women. There is a way that you can merge self-care with being a mom. You can find small ways to do that. And so I wanted to create some kind of a self-care tool. And that's when I was like, well, it has to be an Oracle deck. And that's pretty much how the whole thing came together. I love what you're naming right now, this this integration, because I think so much in the self-care world, it sounds like you're doing self-care 
alone in isolation, like you're doing mm-hmm. self-care at, almost at the detriment of other things. And I think mm-hmm. that's what makes it hard and inaccessible and overwhelming and, and winds up making our self-care feel like just another task while we're already overwhelmed. And you're talking about integrating it into how we live and how you needed to figure out like this new normal with you and your child. Yeah. And I can relate to that where for, you know, you always forget. I get it. I'm a mom. There's always something that has to go on. I also work from home and I can forget to do Mm self-care. But I use this deck as a reminder that this is something that has to be on my agenda, just like everything else, because I know how depleted I get when I don't take care of myself. Now, even though it's summer and it's been 100 degrees, I still take baths. I try to take more baths than I ever have in the past. It's like my thing that, okay, my long, crazy day's over. This is my reward. My son is four and a half. I tell him, don't bother me. Go watch TV. Go play on your phone. I don't care what you do. I am taking my bath. And, you know, it's amazing how, many, how quickly he's grown back to, like, thinking back to that time when I was so stressed out and I would cry. I would cry all the time because I couldn't have a minute of peace and it was so overwhelming for me. And I can only imagine how many moms go through this, especially those that didn't plan to become moms like I did. I had a life plan, right? My life never goes according to plan. Obviously, most people want to get married, then maybe save up money, have a plan. Then they have kids. In my life, it was not like that. I just got pregnant and thrown into it. And now I see why it happened because I do believe everything happens for a reason. And I always, always look back at my challenges and I say, well, what was I supposed to learn from that challenge and how can I apply it to help others? Because I do have this desperate need to help other people um, because I know there's got to be other people who are going through the same thing as me or have gone. So that's why I had to create this deck for others. So you really feel like you're speaking to your calling doing this work. I do. I love it. It comes through like the the cards that I have. I can't wait to get the next deck. I was excited to back your next uh, Kickstarter, your next deck. Can you tell me the name of it? Personal Power Oracle Deck. Personal Power Oracle Deck. I love it. I have the My Quality Time Self-Care Activity Deck in front of me. And, you know, one of the things that is so important to me in self-care is simplicity, And I love that there is just one word on each of these cards. I'm looking at my favorite card. It's gift. I think I'm drawn to it because the woman in this card has really big curly hair and I keep growing out my hair and I just love it. It can't get big enough for me. So that one really pulls to me. I love the bath card. I just I love the simplicity of pulling just pulling a card and not having to think about it. Yeah. And, you know, when I was creating this deck, I had to think about the moms out there because I this is a deck that I planned on using and I had to think of. And I was also like financially strapped. So I had to think of simple things that we can do, even if we have kids, even if we have jobs. What is something you can do for yourself that day that would even take five minutes, yes. but you can at least feel that sense of accomplishment, like, okay, I did something for myself today. Because if you really don't, you really do start to become resentful and angry and depressed. And that starts to manifest in other areas of your life. So I wanted to make sure mostly everything on in the deck is free stuff you can do for yourself. I love and that. You can, yeah, and you can always have 
a child with you. I mean, I do all of these things, and my son is with me 24-7. Have you ever wished that you had a direct line to your pediatrician to ask them all the questions that constantly crop up while parenting? Well, we hear you, and we have been there too. That's why we launched the Bites of Health podcast. Every morning, we'll answer a commonly asked pediatric question in five minutes or less. You can tune in while you're making your second cup of coffee or from the school drop-off line. Who are we? I'm Dr. Jess Steyer, a public health scientist and also co-host of the Unbiased Science podcast. Every day, I'll chat with one or both of your new pediatrician besties, Dr. Dina DiMaggio, a general pediatrician, and Dr. Anthony Porto, a pediatric gastroenterologist. We'll talk about all the things related to our kids' health, from dealing with a colicky infant to navigating puberty in the teenage years. So be sure to tune in to Bites of Health, now live on all podcast platforms. And I just have to say this. I'm so excited about the generation of children that gets to grow up within this energy, this mindfulness. Uh, you know, I think we, we really, this generation that's, that's starting to have children or, or having children, I don't think we watched a lot of our parents do self-care. You know, I think we watched them like stress out and work into the ground. And I don't think we got a lot of natural coping in general. And I think the fact that we're grabbing this kind of self-care, soul care, nurturing and passing <coughs> it on, sharing it with each other and sharing it with the next generation. It is it is one of the things that I'm most excited about, about the future of the world is this generation of children that's getting this. That is such a good point. I never even thought about that, but <clears throat> you're completely right because that's definitely how I grew up is seeing my mom have multiple jobs, hearing we don't have money for things. So I grew up with this uh, scarcity mindset. Yes, me um, too, me too. Poverty mindset, and I'm still working on it. I'm literally still working on it every day. I'm working on affirmations and law of attraction and mindset and trying to get rid of this baggage, which is what I consider, because I still can't seem to get rid of this idea that there's more than enough for everyone. Um, my life does not have to be my mom's life, although in some weird ways it is repeating, which is a crazy thing, <clears throat> because I am, I mean, she she did so much to raise my, my sister and I. We had a dad in the picture as well, but I just remember her always just uh, hustling, working so hard, and she still helps me out financially. Um, She's just one of those people that puts everyone first, and that's basically what you just said. She never took time out to herself. I mean, I'm 35. She's almost 60, and um, I still, it, she just now started saying, I want to take a vacation. And before I became a mom, I would always tell her, come visit me. We'll go on a girl's trip. We'll do this. We'll do that. And she would never do it. She just wanted to come visit my sister's kids and be the fun grandma, but mm -hmm. they would drain her. She would always leave so stressed out. And I would say, well, why don't you ever, like, you can come visit them, but why don't you take at least one or two days to relax? Let's go to the pool. Like, we have that freedom. And she never used to do that. Well, you know, Deja, so many people, when they do a lot of work with me, they wind up asking me, like, how do I help the other people in my life? Like, I want my mom or I want my dad or I want my sister. Or I want my aunt or my friends to kind of get this self-care stuff because my life is so much better. Mm -hmm. And what I say to people over and over and over again, and you just named how it works in real life, is that, the you know, we can say it till we're blue in the face. 
but you've been showing like you the every time you've been showing yourself by doing your own work by creating this deck by facing your fears by growing by being the mom that you visualized and intended for your son you weren't just telling her you were showing her self-care in action mm-hmm. and when we live it and we show other people how to do that just by being that's when those people in our lives go huh it's like a subconscious permission. It's like by us living our our life, our dream, like our passion, our fulfillment, our self-care and soul care, we're subconsciously giving other people permission to do the same. That is so true. So you wow. did that for you. You did that for your son and, and for mm-hmm. your mom. And you're doing yeah. it for me in this world. And, you know, you're talking about it from this mommy perspective and you never expected to be a mom. My mm-hmm. entire life, the opposite. My whole life from about 12 on up, everyone who ever knew me and I thought, too, I would be the person with, you know, five, six, seven kids. Mm -hmm. And I turned 38 last week. And a few years ago, I made this decision and had this epiphany of I have this great mothering spirit. But every time I I kind of approached becoming a mother (coughs) in my life, it just didn't align. It didn't it didn't work right. It didn't it was uphill. It was swimming up a river constantly. And I just had this epiphany of I I need to let this go. And when I did, I felt lighter. But I mm-hmm. had to meet myself in that new normal because I had expected yeah. my life to to become um, a life where I had children. And so I had to I had to meet myself in that new normal, just like you did finding yourself pregnant mm-hmm. and figuring out what does that mean to me? Like what what is this life that I I didn't really plan this way but here I am in it and and being able to feel fulfilled and in love with my life even though it wasn't the younger vision and plan it's it's such a peaceful like grounded like I love who I am and I love my life that I'm so happy that you said that because I know several women who are oh lots of women are go through a struggle of having a baby and they try and they try and they want one so bad and um, the fact that you were able to surrender to that and you take your your desire, your need to nurture, and you now give it to so many more people than just maybe one or two, right? Yes. That is amazing. That is such a greater cause. And some people would see it as a sacrifice, um, right? Because if you desperately want your own kids and you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm just not going to have my own kids. That is beautiful. And I actually find it amazing that that was my calling in some weird way, because I do believe that um, in some weird way, I had to get pregnant, you know, because mm-hmm. my son has changed my entire life. And I wouldn't be here creating Oracle decks if it wasn't for him. I'd still be working at a full-time job that I probably was not feeling fully fulfilled in. So to somebody who has never, ever, ever picks up a deck of cards and someone says, what in the hell is an Oracle card? Can you kind of speak to like, what are some ways that we can use these cards? What are they? To someone who's (coughs) never, ever seen this before, what would you say? Okay. So an Oracle deck can be used two different ways, especially this one in particular, my self-care deck. So one way is um, you can use it to connect to your higher self with um, whatever you believe in, um, angels, archangels, spirit, your spirit guides, even your family members who've crossed over. You can use this as a tool and you can ask them, what is my message for today? It doesn't have to be this deck. It could be any Oracle deck. What do I need to know for today? What do I need to embrace for today? 
and shuffle your deck, pull a card. And this is your message that came from spirit from the other side. These are your guides. And so you can focus on that message um, to, you know, make your day better. Think about it. I've gotten all kinds of amazing on point messages. So I completely believe in this. I don't think they're randomly chosen. But if you don't believe in, you know, spirits or anything like that, uh, with my self-care deck, you can just shuffle and pick a random activity to do for yourself for that day. If you're one of those people that has a crazy schedule, you can purposely choose something from the deck that you think you can accomplish today. Whether, you know, if you're driving, you can pick the travel card or pick something that you can do on the way of your trip. I'm traveling tomorrow, so I can probably pick something. I already have a lot of self-activity planned for tomorrow. <laughs> good, um, good. Yeah. Oh, I it, love it. Yeah. So that's it. I mean, you can either choose purposely or you can choose randomly. But I prefer to do randomly. I am all about um, the spirit, my spirit guides, my higher self. So that's what I do. Sometimes with your deck, I pull it out and I pick three. And I try mm -hmm. to have like a morning, midday, and evening self-care oh, session. Oh, wow. That's hardcore. <laughs> I love it. I have the best days when I when I decide to do that. And I don't know what it is about decks and tools. It's like I, I forget about them for a few days. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, it like something tickles my spirit or tickles my heart. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, where's that deck? And I find that deck or I almost trip over it. Like, like, oh, one of my, wow. like, I joke, like, maybe one of my cats put it in front of me like, hey, here, <coughs> here, mom, go, <laughs> go do some self care. And, and it just comes back to me again. And they just they give to me over and over and over again oh yeah there's definitely periods of time where I won't use my deck or I forget to use my my deck you know days get crazy but the amazing thing is the more I force myself to use it the more it becomes a habit to me to do mm -hmm. something for myself I don't a lot of times I don't even need my deck because I already um, program my mind to think what am I doing for myself today and so I kind of plan whether it's today I'm going to read or today I'm going to listen to podcasts which I love like obsessed that that's what I'm going to be doing for eight hours tomorrow um, <laughs> catching up on all my podcasts including yours I think I only have two episodes <laughs> left so that won't last me very long but um, whether it's taking a bath or something something is always I have to do it and I love the fact that I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't created this tool for myself because now I see how important it is and how amazing I feel when I do that. Oh, me too. And to people who say like self-care is selfish or struggle with the guilt of it, like I just want to say like the word is self-ish. Like if we can't be ish about ourselves, who the hell else is supposed to be? I mean, I could see where I would think that when I was, when I first became a mom and I would say, well, you're selfish to want to go lock yourself in the bathroom for 15 minutes. Yes, I think that's the judgment that a lot of people yeah, carry. Yeah, maybe. But um, I don't know. I got out of that really quick. Good. I was like, no, I need this. I need that. This is not selfish because I'm taking it out on my son when I'm frustrated. Yes. When I, when I haven't taken a bath in three days or whatever. Like, I take that out on him. He doesn't deserve that. He, need, he deserves a happy mom. And let me tell you, he's, very, he's four and a half. He's so smart. He loves seeing me smile. When he sees I'm sad or upset, he comes over, he kisses my forehead, he looks into my eyes. I mean, this kid is unreal. Oh. He, he's all about, mommy, go do something. Like, he's such a, he's my cheerleader. Oh. And it's mind-blowing. And what you said earlier, he does get to see me grow up very differently from the way I watched my parents seeing their struggle. He's seeing a whole different way 
to be to be raised and mommy needs her alone time that makes her happy and that makes him so happy seeing me that way because he loves me so much which is still unreal to me but um so that is a beautiful thing it's definitely not selfish because it made our dynamics so much greater I love that. Thank you so much for sharing so candidly and intimately. You are helping so Mm -hmm. many people right now who are hearing this, who need to make peace with their self-care and know that their self-care really is for the people in their lives, their children, their partners, their friends. Self-care heals everyone. Of course. I mean, if you think about it, all the people around you, do you like seeing them miserable or sad or overworked? No, right? Yeah, it's painful to watch that and witness it and feel it. Yeah, if you were to see like, hey, you know, this person I love so much, they're always working so hard, but they're finally taking a vacation or they're finally devoting something to themselves, that would make you happy. That would make your dynamic better because now they're happy to hang out with you. They're not always complaining, for example, right? They're just like radiating. Yes. And that's and that's going to radiate towards you. And it's the same exact thing when you have kids with self-care. They feel it. And that makes them happy to see you happy. They don't want to see you miserable because on top of that, I feel like they're going to start thinking that it's their fault. Mm -hmm. Mommy's always tired. Mommy's always worried or whatever it is. They're going to feel like it's their fault and you don't want to make them feel that way. So you really do have to take care of yourself. Like that's part of your job as a parent. That's not selfish. That is part of your parental job. Your parental duty is to take care of yourself as well. Because that's the only way it's going to be that healthy relationship. Yes. And I think it's part of the human duty. Mm Mm-hmm. Just, yes. just the human duty of t- when we take care of ourselves and that is a priority, I think the world will shift. Very true. This was our very first Emotional Badass interview. I was thrilled to have Deja on. To hear the rest of our interview, yep. come to patreon.com backslash emotional badass. You don't have to give any money. You don't have to be a paid patron to receive that episode. In respect of your time, we're splitting up interviews into two episodes and releasing one on the Patreon feed. Thank you so much. Listeners, Deja has generously, generously and in a way that kind of, I'm going to tear up, melted my heart because I didn't even think about this as an idea. And this is what happens when you connect Mm -hmm. with aligned people, when you connect with other people who feel called. Deja was generous with our listenership. She's donating to our Patreon a beautiful 15-page downloadable self-care coloring book and affirmation journal. She has given us a beautiful gift. It'll be available on the Patreon at the dollar level and above. She's offered our listeners a code. The code is all caps badass. Go to her shop at dejadruit.com, D E J A D R E W I T.com. Use code badass to save 15% in her online shop. You can order art prints, decks of cards, stickers. Um, her new deck that's out is the Personal Power Oracle deck. And the deck that I already own is my quality time self-care activity deck. If you follow me on Instagram, you have seen me uh, over the last year post Deja's my quality time self-care activity deck. Go check her out. Go support her Kickstarters. Buy her deck. Spread the self-care. Take care of yourself and heal the world. Thank you so much, Deja. I am over the moon. Thanks for being my guinea pig for interviews and breaking the ice with me with that. Thank you so much.
Thank you. This was so much fun. Good. I'm glad you had fun. Yeah. We are very close to meeting that first goal with patron members. Come support us at patreon.com backslash emotional badass or write us a five-star review. Those iTunes reviews are everything in the podcast world. When you support the show, you are supporting future content. You're also supporting no commercials. So my goal for the show is to have a completely commercial-free podcast from now till the end. So please come support the show if you would like to keep listening to us commercial-free and support our future content. Thank you so much. I am Nikki Eisenhower. We are Emotional Badass, where Moxie meets Mindful. At a time when change is constant and we are pulled in far too many directions, we need a way to stay present to life and to increase our ability to remain calm, think clearly, and maintain our well-being. Many studies indicate mindfulness improves our mental, emotional, and physical health. On a Mindful Moment with Teresa McKee, you can learn how to practice mindfulness and enjoy its many benefits. Tune in for guided meditations and to hear tips and advice from some of the most respected experts in the fields of mental health and mindfulness. The world truly can be a better place. It all starts with a mindful moment.